Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun. And scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. On today's show, we're talking about why being intentional and taking action will allow for you to have a healthy marriage. And there's this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, you either want it or you don't. If you want it, you have to work hard for it. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're talking about having an extraordinary marriage, if that's something you want, you absolutely 100% are going to have to work hard for it. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to talk about is we're talking about making your marriage healthy and what is involved in that. But first, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug is really an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, someone that you might be able to relate to whose marriage has had breakthrough, who has seen change and transformation. This hug came from a wife who said, we have been married for six years and had a strong foundation to guide our relationship until struggling through five grueling long years of unexplained infertility. Mm. It was during the past two years that I found your podcast. Physical intimacy had become a challenge when sex had to be purposeful and scheduled for such a long time. We began drifting apart, just Mm -hmm. trying to survive each failed cycle. We were Mm. quickly forgetting the meaning behind our relationship. After couples therapy and listening to your podcast, by the way, huge shout out for these guys getting help for their Mm -hmm. marriage. That is awesome. She goes on to say, we began communicating better. Physical intimacy has been a huge struggle as we navigate through infertility. I found myself having extreme difficulty separating the idea of sex as a job from thinking of physical intimacy as a way to emotionally connect with my husband. I finally found the courage to propose a seven-day sex challenge to my husband. He was extremely shocked, but open to trying. (laughs) I'm so incredibly happy and proud to say we have completed a seven-day sex challenge. Never in a million years did I think I could do this. The challenge has awakened our understanding of physical and emotional intimacy, allowing us to connect like we used to. Mm. Thank you guys so much for the inspiration. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love this because this, this hug really ties into what we're talking about today, that a healthy marriage takes work, mm-hmm. right? With everything that this couple was struggling with. And, and as we're talking about, you're going to see how this all comes together, but, but they got involved in the work part of making their marriage. I mean, they went and did a seven day sex challenge. And you know, having, having heard from so many of you over the years who have struggled with infertility and how it does just become this, another thing on the to-do list Mm -hmm. and and that loss of connection emotionally, physically, sexually, because it does just feel like, you know, we're just trying to do something to hear this. It, It just, it honestly brought, just shivers up my my spine to to hear that the connection mm-hmm. was there again even though i i know that they're they're they want to have a child to for them to just connect though just the two of them again was just to me just i, I love it i love it absolutely that's big part of the reason why we get behind these microphones for couples to rediscover mm-hmm. that connection 
with one another. And I love that, you know, she talks about those two pillars, right? She talks about the physical and the emotional, the sexual, actually it becomes three pillars and how, you know, they're, they're awakened to Mm -hmm. what this looks like in their marriage again. And, you know, this idea of working to create a healthy marriage, Mm -hmm. that a healthy marriage doesn't just happen. Actually, the the conversation for Tony and I was prompted by a post that happened in the Intimacy U Facebook group Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. And, and, you know, it was posted by a wife who has adult children. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was having a conversation with her son and, and, you know, he makes the comment to his mom, look, if you have to work so hard on your marriage, maybe you shouldn't be married. And, and he quickly paused and said, and she, cause she told us in the story, she's like, he quickly paused and said, I don't mean you and dad, you guys are good. But I mean, in general, like there's this, this concept that if you have to work so hard at it, why, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. basically. And that's pretty pervasive. And she goes on to say, you know, that other people have made comments to them about, oh my gosh, are you still working on your marriage? Like that's a bad thing. And she shared with us, she goes, I want my son to know that even good marriages need constant and intentional actions. We always thought we were taking care of our marriage with our Friday night dates. And I do believe those kept us connected through the kid's childhood. But our marriage didn't start to deepen until we started listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, until we started taking intentional action. Mm. And, you know, it was this idea that prompted some a lot of conversation between Tony and I about, you know, intentional action and how intentional action actually really is what creates the healthy marriages. Mm-hmm. And yet we live we live in this culture, this society, this time where you know it's not it's not actually socially accepted uh, acceptable that you would have to work on your marriage. That if you are working on your marriage, if like the couple in the hug, you're seeing a counselor or if you you've got a marriage coach or if you're going to more than one marriage event in the course of a year, oh my gosh. Are you getting a divorce? Mm-hmm. There's such a negative connotation around this idea that maybe just maybe couples that want to make it 50 or 60 years are actually just putting in the effort and laying the groundwork to be able to do so. That there isn't this magic pill that you get to take on your wedding day. It's not like when you say I do, you know, the magical marriage fairy dust is sprinkled over you and your spouse. And and somehow you can like put your feet up, turn on the remote control and just fast forward 50 years. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that doesn't exist. I mean, anything, anything that is healthy, right? Think about your body. If you want your body to be healthy, what do you have to do? Right? You have to eat well. Mm-hmm. That takes effort because there's fast food and junk food and sugar everywhere. If you want your body to work well and be healthy, you also have to exercise. Mm-hmm. There, there's no way to have your body working well and be without effort. And yet this living being relationship called marriage is, you know, there's this perception that it should just be healthy just because. And we can fall into those places in our own lives, in our own marriage of Oh, we're good. Mm-hmm. You know, we're good. Everything, everything's, everything's moving along fine, and yet there may be some undercurrents that we're not addressing that need to be that need to be opened up, and we need to be open, honest, and transparent with one another, so that way we can have the healthiest marriage that we could possibly have. Yeah, I mean, I remember. I don't know how I thought twenty nine are coming up on twenty four years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You don't have to say it with so much enthusiasm. <laughs> no, it's 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 amazing to 
to be coming up on 24 years. I'm happy we we scheduled our weekend getaway. And actually, this is the first year, and I just want to share this with the oh, one family yeah, real yeah. quick. This is the first year since Alex was in the fifth grade that we are actually getting away on our anniversary. So that's like seven years now because eight, typically, because yeah. it's typically football season. And here in California, uh, Alex is a senior this year and football has been postponed until January. And this year, we just said, I said, really, we are leaving, we are taking off, and so we will actually be on a vacation, long weekend getaway for our 24th anniversary. Look at us go. Yeah. Hey, we're healthy. talking about healthy marriage. Healthy marriage. That, that, that adds to us having a healthy marriage. Yeah, because when I look back, and, and I don't think a lot has changed in the last 24 years. When I look back on where we were when we got married, I mean, I, I think I just expected... But, 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 uh, a lot hasn't changed. Well, what I mean in, in the perception of marriage, oh, in the perception yeah. of how oh, yeah. you have a successful marriage and what, yeah, no, a lot has changed in the last 24 years. I mean, like cell phones weren't even a thing. No, no. I'm saying in bet- between us, Oh, but I no. agree. No, the perception of what should be done or how to have an extraordinary marriage. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, you know, very much like that, that intimacy you remember, I think it was, you know, when we got married, it was, you know, make sure you go out on dates. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like that should carry you through and you know, you should be good. Mm-hmm. And, and yet, you know, it just wasn't like, we were so dysfunctional. We were going through the motions. I mean, yeah, we, we made dates happen sort of kind of, I mean, I think after our son was born, um, it took us nine months to leave him the first time. Don't follow our lead on that. Don't, oh, don't do no, that. I have no idea. I, I, I saw somebody that I follow on Instagram. Um, she and her husband, got out on a date within their first week and i'm like you oh my go goodness. that's awesome that is that's wild that's so like their high first five. child first child whoa grandma that's... was watching the baby they got out on a date in the first week i'm like that is rock star. very very because that's going to be a healthy marriage yeah right we we were dysfunctional we had so much um so much strife because we, we i i mean i don't know about you but i'd bought into this idea that i shouldn't have to like we were married i shouldn't have to work so hard Right. We should just be healthy just because, you know what, we were committed to spending the rest of our lives together. So, you know, poof, like that's going to happen. Everything should just flow from there and be not a problem whatsoever. And and I know even in those early years, there was a real aversion to even this idea of getting help. Mm -hmm. Right. That, uh, you know, very much like I said earlier in the show, if, if you have to get help, then you must be like, it's over, mm-hmm. right? Are you on the brink of divorce? Like we wouldn't tell anyone. We were, you know, even when we were seeing, you know, getting, uh, seeing a child psychologist because we were having trouble with one of the kids and, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it was like, ooh, keep it on the down low, mm-hmm. right? Don't tell anyone because it's not okay to get help. A- and then, you know, guys, it's amazing what can happen when, when you say, you know what, we're going to try something different. We're going to make one intentional act in the direction that we want to go. Right. And I don't know what it is for you, but as you listen to the rest of the show, I actually want to encourage you. What's one step in the direction that you want your marriage to go and just be thinking about it. And maybe you don't have it yet, but I, I have a, I have this gut feeling that by the end of the show, you're going to be like, Oh, I know what the first step is because for us, for Tony and I, it started with one. Yes. And it was actually kind of a, a reluctant yes, but it was this, it was this decision at literally one of the lowest points in our marriage 
when, when we were in this roommate stage, when we were in this place of going, you know what, are we just you know, going to grit our teeth and, and, you know, grin and bear it for the next 18 years? Is that what we're going to do just until we can get a baby through college? You know, it was, it was, it was a choice to say, you know what, can we get intentional about one area of our intimacy? Right. Can we, can we say to one another, let's see what's possible. And it's crazy how working on one area actually impacted everything. Can I, can I say something in here in this moment too? For some of you, you're here because you have a healthy marriage. You know, you're, you're, you're moving along. You're, you're like, we're, we're doing good. And yet don't, don't just take that and say there's nothing more because mm. I would I would say there there may be something within one of the the pillars of intimacy where you're saying you know what we could do something a little different for those of you though as well whose spouse maybe isn't on board and you're like oh I wish they would just do something look at those pillars mm-hmm. and what's one of them where you can go what can I do in it and what are you choosing to do to be healthy, for you to be the healthiest version of yourself in your marriage. So I don't want you to feel like because your spouse is reluctant at this moment in time that there's nothing you can do, Mm -hmm. that you just throw up your hands and go, well, that's not my marriage, so we're not going to do anything. In what of those intimacies can you put up your hand and go, this is what I want to do? And truth be told is that one person can make a change in every single one of the intimacies. And we've seen it happen time and time again. Yeah. Where one spouse is reluctant, where one spouse is checked out, where one spouse is going, why would I put in the effort? Where one spouse is like one foot's out the door, where one spouse is just like, no, I'm not into this. And yet the other spouse goes, what can I do? Mm-hmm. And starts taking, taking those steps towards a healthier person which then ends up being a healthier marriage. And that spouse comes around and goes, wait a minute, what's going on? Why have you been doing this? And sometimes they may even be looking and going, what's, what's up? And yet stay the course, Mm -hmm. stay the course. If you, if you're choosing to write your spouse a love letter or a note once a week, stay the course. You may not see anything happen after the first week, the second week, the fourth week. You may not. It may be, you know, 16 weeks in. But are you willing to stay committed to doing that? Because I'll tell you, there's a shift in your heart that begins to happen as well. Well, and, you know, as you're describing that, I'm thinking about, you know, any type of of health lifestyle that you're adopting, you may not see monumental changes mm-hmm. right away, right? You decide to, to cut out sugar or to go keto or to, you know, run a mile every day. Like you're not going to see the changes immediately, necessarily you have to keep going you have to persevere if you're going to start lifting weights you have to keep going and you know for tony and i we started with our sexual intimacy it was literally you know the area that was probably most dysfunctional well i don't know i don't know, if, I I don't know if it was the most, most dysfunctional. dysfunctional i actually think if we had taken the the six pillars of intimacy assessment though if we had taken it back then that would have been one that had a really really low score mm-hmm. for sure oh, for sure for but sure. I, th- I think we we have learned over the years that each and every one of those pillars were impacted some way, somehow at that point in time. Absolutely. And so, you know, as we started with our sexual intimacy and guys, we had no clue as to what we were doing. I mean, all those years ago, it was literally Tony saying, let's have sex for 60 days. The, the, 
the no that turned into a yes from me. And then uh, somehow through that intentionality, and I know what it is. I mean, it was just the, the decision that we made that every day we were going to make our marriage a priority. But then we got to the point where we were changing I, I, you could see the change in our emotional intimacy in, in how we were touching each other in how we were spending time together. So, you know, it, it started to spill over into physical intimacy and recreational intimacy and, and the emotional intimacy and all of these things were happening. And it was kind of like, oh my gosh, what's going on here, right? How is this even possible that, that giving attention to one area isn't, yeah, I mean, it was definitely impacting the sexual intimacy. I mean, for sure. We were, we had more sex in two months than we'd probably had in the previous two years, mm-hmm. you know, but, but the intricacies, the interwovenness of these intimacies to go, oh my gosh. So if, if we focus on one, we're actually going to learn skills. And this is true for you too. As you focus on one of the pillars of intimacy, you learn the skills that will allow you to make other intimacies healthier, mm-hmm. right? It's not like, it's not like they all exist in their silos and they've got, you know, specific behaviors that are only in that silo, in that pillar, right? As you, I mean, yes, obviously, you know, the sexual intimacy, I mean, there are certain behaviors that are only in certain pillars. Okay. Like, let's just put that out on the table in case anybody's like, but Elisa, but the connectedness, the time together, all of those different types of things actually do, if you can work on one, you can work on all six. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that because, you know, th- this means that you can do it, right? And, and it's important to know too, that when you say yes to getting intentional about one of the pillars of, of intimacy, when you get, say yes to being intentional about making your marriage healthy, I, I want to be real clear here it won't necessarily look the same for both husband and wife. Oh no, not at, not at all. Because in our marriage, you know, like, like Tony and I both had an incredible experience during that 60 days. But if you ask us what that experience was like, it was not identical, right? There was a lot of shared experiences, but, but even in retrospect, like we reflect on it differently, what that looked like and, and how the other impact, did we have different expectations? Sure, we had shared expectations, but the, there, there were different, you know, because guess what? You and your spouse are wired differently. You should have different expectations. Were there frustrations along the way as you're working on, you know, will there be frustrations as you're working on these different pillars? Yes. But here's what underlies all of that. The two of you are working on your marriage together. And that's what really makes a difference. And let's talk about why that matters so much after this word from our sponsor. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. 
What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. So I want to just give us a baseline here that great sex doesn't just happen, that healthy conversations don't just miraculously occur, that the being on the same page, whether it's in your financial intimacy, your spiritual intimacy, or your physical intimacy, it takes connection, understanding, and yes, work. It does. And, And to have all of this, you have to, you have to say, you know what? I am going to work. It's kind of like the quote that we opened the show with. Mm-hmm. You either want it or you don't. But if you do, you're going to have to work on it. And so I want to actually just have you pause for a second and think, okay, what's that, what's that step that's been coming to mind that I told you to think about early in the show that as, as the show is going on, you're thinking, oh, this pillar of intimacy. And if you don't know what the six pillars are, let's just real quick recap them for you. There's emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. physical, sexual recreational, financial, and spiritual. And and as you hear those words, I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that something, something got prompted inside of you. You know the area that you want to elevate the health in. You know the intimacy where you're like, you know what? And like Tony said, it doesn't matter if the wheels are falling off or if you're in an okay space or if you're in a great space. You know that there's an area of your marriage that could be healthier. Mm-hmm. You know that there's an intimacy that could use a little more attention. The healthy marriages, you know, getting to extraordinary, you guys, is not about posting the perfect Instagram picture. The extraordinary marriage is not, is not you know, a gazillion and one likes and, and everything hearted on, you know, Facebook or Instagram. It's not. The extraordinary is, it's what happens behind the scenes. It doesn't necessarily make it to Instagram. It it doesn't have to be photographed or memorialized for everyone else to see. It's what's happening between you and your spouse. It's what the two of you are doing. It's, It's figuring out for yourselves how the six pillars of intimacy are intertwined in your marriage. It's saying, where are we really strong? Where do I see strengths in you? Where are we strong as a couple? Where are the strengths in me? Starting with your strengths and then looking at them and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. If we're going to be healthy, what muscles do we need to flex? And again, I'd go back to that place where if your spouse isn't on board, then you're looking at this and going, what can I do? Where am I strong? What is my strength? What do I need to put effort towards? Which one am I, am I just sort of like, eh, I, I don't, I, I don't pay attention to that one, or I haven't paid attention to that one, or my spouse has asked me, but I just have pushed it aside. Mm-hmm. Because I, I assume that many of you are here because you want that. You want a healthy marriage. You, and you've been, you've been at it. You've been going at it. You're, 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 you're taking on a seven days of sex challenge. You're doing a coffee break. Maybe you've been, you've been doing your intimacy lifestyle. And so even in those, though, I will say, having been almost married 24 years, 
and doing the show for over 10 years, there are seasons in our lives where even if we're doing those things, it can feel mundane. It can feel like we're just in a routine. We're just doing it to say for the sake of doing it. Mm -hmm. And actually, the healthy marriage part of it really isn't there because we're just doing it because we said we were going to do it. And I would challenge you this week to go, you know what? I'm not just going to flow through this area of my life anymore. I'm not going to just sort of show up because it's something we said we were going to do a year ago or six months ago or five years ago, but actually look at something like your coffee break, which is your emotional intimacy and go, I'm going to come. I'm going to come fully engaged to share what's really going on this week. Hmm. And if it's my sexual intimacy, if, if it's the sexual intimacy, and, and maybe you've been doing the same thing, maybe you guys have been gotten to this rut of like, yeah, we're doing the intimacy lifestyle, but the passion sort of like dwindled again, like the mood's not really there anymore, like you haven't romanced one another, maybe you're just sitting in the same position time and time again, maybe this is the week where you sort of go, you know what? What's going to change that up a little bit? What's it going to take? And when you do that, it, it means you're going to have to do a little work. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to be intentional. You're going to have to take in action. You know, you're going to have to look at yourself and go, well, why, why am I just always willing to just do missionary position? Why can't I, why can't I, or why aren't I willing to maybe do a rear entry or a twisted smur for a, you, you know, a standing position? In your sexual intimacy, maybe with your financial intimacy, you guys have just like gone through the motions. You sort of know what's going on, but you really haven't looked deep anymore. Mm-hmm. You just have looked at your finances from a, hey, did we get everything paid this month and we're moving on? And yet you haven't looked at your credit card bills in a while. Or maybe you, you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes when it comes to some investments or things of that nature. Maybe it's just time to, to look at those things. When we are intentional and we take action, and yes, marriage is work, but I will tell you, at the end of it, it's sort of the, I'm excited to be here. Mm. I'm glad I'm putting in the effort, because if I wasn't putting in the effort, then I would just be like, why am I here? And really, we want you to see your marriage as like one of the most amazing relationships that you have here while you have time on earth. Because at the end of the day, the person you married was a person you said, I do to for life till death do us part. And if you are taking breath and if you are breathing on this earth, then why wouldn't you put the effort forward to have an extraordinary marriage? Mm. Why wouldn't you? Because eventually we are going to take that last breath And when we close our eyes on here on earth and we open our eyes, we're going to be in heaven and it's going to be glorious. And yet when I end up there, I want Jesus to look at me and go, what did you do? What did you do, Tony? And you know what? A lot of times I go to the accolades of like, oh, well, we ran this and we did this and blah, blah, blah. And I want to be, I want to be able to just look at him and go, you know what? I had an extraordinary marriage, Jesus. And I'm glad to be here with you but I know I did amazing things on earth with her. So think about that. Think about that this week because each one of these intimacies are going to play a role in how you get closer to one another and how you have that healthy marriage. And I know if you really just dive in 
and just pick one of them. Again, your spouse may not be on board right now. It's okay. But are you on board? Mm -hmm. Are you ready to go all in with your marriage and your spouse? You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. And we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.